Hello. Thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to Westside Ministry San Diego with me, Ginger Cancino. Thank you so much for taking your time to listen to this teaching. I want to talk to you for a few minutes today about trusting and faith in God. You know, when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we believe in Him and we trust Him and we have faith in Him that He is who He says He is. And when we accept Him as our Lord and Savior, we're exercising that faith that we believe that He is who He says He is. But as we serve Him for a lengthy period of time, Satan tries to come in and steal some of that faith that we have in Christ by things happening in our lives or, or people that come into our lives. And sometimes that faith can waver, sometimes it can falter, and sometimes it can completely go away if we don't continue to pursue and serve Jesus Christ. I've always heard that the best way to go through something is to read about it, pray about it and talk to other people about it so I've prayed about it and I've read about it and now I'm going to talk to you about it because even though my faith wavers at times and right now is a time that it is wavering I know that God loves me and that he sees me in what I'm going through and He loves me. So there's some of you out there that are going through the same thing. You just kind of feel like you've been in the valley for years. You might get on the mountaintop for a day or two. But the next thing you know, you're back in the valley again. And um, I just want to tell you that you're not alone. But God still loves you. He's not left us. He's not forsaken us. He's still there. And he still loves us, even though we feel like he has completely abandoned us. And uh, we're not going to make it out of the valley spiritually alive. But we will. We'll get through this. The waters will part. The mountains will move at some point in time. But Satan is out to make us weary. And we know that it's getting closer to the time of the return of Christ when you seem to be more weary than a warrior. But I want to encourage you today that God is still in control. That He is still with us, even though Moses and the Israelites had to stay out in the desert for 40 years The journey that they were on was only supposed to take 11 days. 11 days. But because of their rebellion, it took 40 years. Sometimes God has got to keep us in a trial to get out of us what is in us so that he can use us. Sometimes we need to be humbled. Sometimes we need to be refined in the fire and shaped and molded to be who God wants us to be. And we all have to go through the fire. 
We all have to. Because when we accept Jesus Christ, we are worldly. And when His Spirit comes into our lives, we become His child. We become a child of God. But we still have our worldly intentions and our worldly life that we may fall back to for a little while. But sometimes we have to go through extreme heat and trials to cause us to become the diamond that God created us to be. A piece of coal has to go through extreme pressure and extreme heat over a long period of time before it will become a diamond. That's what I try to remember when I'm going through long periods of trials that I just feel like is never going to end. But it will. It will end when God says it's time for the trial to end. And again, we will be on the mountaintop with the air blowing in our face and the sun shining on us again. So don't get discouraged. Don't get depressed. And don't stop serving God. Because just like the Israelites going through the desert, God was there. A pillar, uh, a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night in the sky to guide them where they're supposed to go. God fed them manna. And when they complained, he fed them birds. And he was there. He took care of them even though they weren't doing what he would have them to do. And if you're in that situation right now and you're not doing what you feel like God wants you to do, I, I encourage you to step out in faith and do it. I have failed so many times. There's been so many disappointments. There's been so many doors closed in my life in just the past year. I mean, I've asked God, what's, what's wrong with me, you know? And he just reminds me that I want his will done, not mine. And when it's his time, he will make a way. So if you're discouraged, if you're downhearted, if you feel like every door that you've been trying to go through has closed in your face, if you feel like that you are a complete failure and you have no idea why God is still talking to you and trying to get you to continue to move forward with Him. He loves you. Just the way you are, but He is refining you. He is turning you into the person that He wants you to be for His will to be done. And because I always pray, God, your will done in my life no matter what, even though discouragement and brokenheartedness comes, I understand that it wasn't his will. Because when it is, he will open the doors for me and for you. During my prayer time, I was reading in my 
my uh, devotional. And I wanted to read this. I wanted to share this this whole page and then read the scriptures that um, that they reference to look up. This really touched me because I needed to hear from God. And I know that there are people out there that need to hear from God too. So the top of it says, keep them safe from the evil one. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them safe from the evil one. Make them pure and holy by teaching them your words of truth. I am praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me because of their testimony. John 17, verse 15, 17, and 20. When we read that Jesus not only prayed a prayer for prote- of protection for his disciples, but also extended that prayer to all who will ever believe, we can't help but feel privileged and hopeful for the future. Surely God answers the prayers of Jesus with a resounding yes. God, Jesus prayed, Holy Father, keep them and care for them. Keep them safe from the evil one. John 17, verses 11 and 15. As we listen in on the prayer of Jesus, we can assume that God heard Jesus' prayer and that Jesus always prayed in complete accordance with his Father's will. So we might expect that God's affirmative answer to his prayer would mean that the disciples never faced any harm, right? But we know that isn't what happened. History records that all but one of them were killed for their allegiance to Christ. Only John is said to have lived to old age, and he was severely persecuted for the sake of the gospel. Most of the disciples spent years in prison and were stoned, beheaded, or crucified. So how do we reconcile Jesus' prayer of protection for the disciples with the reality that nearly every one of them died a martyr's death. Is that how God protects those he loves? Jesus asked his father to protect the disciples and us from the evil one because he knows that the devil wants to destroy us. In fact, according to 1 Peter 5 verse 8, Satan prowls around like a roaring lion looking for some victim to devour. And how does he devour us? Satan, out of his desire to destroy us, brings suffering into our lives in an effort to destroy our faith. Satan wants to alienate you from God and claim you for eternity. But Jesus has prayed for you, asking his Father to protect you from the evil one, and you are not at Satan's mercy. God has answered the prayer of Jesus with a resounding yes, and you are safe from the power of of the evil one. Satan may win a battle or two in your life, but he will never win the war against your soul. Jesus has prayed for you, and you are protected. There's a prayer down here at the bottom. I'm going to read it. says, My protector from evil, how I need you to keep me safe from the evil one who wants to destroy me. Cover me with your strong arms and fill me with your spirit so I never need to fear Satan's power in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. As I read this, I thought, you know, as we're here on this earth, 
We are going to suffer. We're going to go through things. Some things are going to be tremendous. Some things are going to be smaller. But we're all going to go through these things, whether we serve God or not. And I'd rather go through them serving God than go through them without Him. Because with Him, I do have comfort and peace. I do know that He loves me and that He's not going to leave me. But as I read this, it says, Jesus has prayed for you, asking the Father to protect you from the evil one. And when I think about that, I think about eternity. Not that we're going to be protected from things happening in our life down here. You know, when we serve Christ, it's not rainbows and roses. We're still going to go through trials. We're still going to, we're going to have our hearts broken we're going to be disappointed. We're going to be uh, feeling as though we are failing and, and just falling flat on our faces all the time. And we're going to have loved ones that die. And that, that just really puts a big hole in our heart. And when I think about protection, I think about keeping our souls safe until it's our time to die and go to heaven and be with God for all eternity. That's the true goal here. The goal is, is to make it through and here, welcome in thou good and faithful servant. Like Paul said, I've kept the faith, I've run the race. That's protection from God, or for protection from God against the evil one. He's protecting our souls, keeping us in his family, keeping us a part of his flock. You know, sometimes when we go through things on earth, we may get mad at God. We're like, why is this happening? Why do I have to go through this? What is this going to show or prove? But in the big picture, it doesn't matter because this life is not our home. This life is very temporary. One day we're here and the next day we're gone. This life means nothing other than serving God with all of your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Taking as many people with us to heaven as we most possibly can. Showing love and compassion to those that are hurting that is what this life is all about. It's not about material things. It's not about getting your name and lights. It's not about getting praises from people. It's about doing the will of God. Touching people's hearts. Helping people that are hurting when you can. Praying for people. And showing people the love of Christ. That's what this world's about. Not how many houses we have or how many cars we have or anything like that. It's not, not when we die, we can take nothing with us. Can't, can't put money in our coffins and have money with us in the next life. We can't. That just, it's not going to happen. The only thing that goes is our soul. And that's why we've got to make sure that our soul is ready to go when God says it's time. And God will protect our souls from the evil one. 
Now, don't get me wrong. God does protect us physically while we're here as well. He does give his angels charge over us to keep us in all of our ways. There's probably so many times that we all could have died at some point, but God protected us from dying, from being hurt, you know, maybe taking a long trip. And, and, and if you hadn't have stopped at that gas station, you could have hit the big semi truck up at, up at the red light because they ran the red light and you could have died. But God gave the inclination to stop at the gas station and, and get a pop or get some gas or something. God protects us every single day of our lives from the evil one physically. But most importantly, most importantly is he protects our soul from the evil one for eternity. When we serve Christ, we give our whole life to him. Our heart, mind, soul, body, and strength is His. And God protects us. But there will be one day, if the Lord tarries and the rapture doesn't happen first, that we will all meet our end. The disciples met their end by being martyred, except for John, who wrote the book of Revelations on the Isle of Patmos. He did get to live to be an old... An old man, but he was persecuted very badly. He was in a lot of pain and probably suffered big time for the rest of his life for it. But God will protect us from the evil one. Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He tries to stop us from serving God through hard trials and tribulations, through people that mock us and persecute us and and then we feel like that we just we haven't done anything for God and we feel like a failure and just but God is saying no you're just being refined a little more you're in the fire and like Shadrach Meshach and Abednego when they were stuck in the fiery furnace Jesus was with them they didn't try to get out they wasn't banging on the door they wasn't screaming because Jesus was there and even though a trial can be so fiery that you don't know if you're going to make it through, Jesus is still there. And he is keeping the worst of the flames from you. Trust in him. Believe in him. Love him with your whole heart. And most importantly, make sure that when it's your time to go that you're ready that you're serving Jesus Christ so that your soul cannot be snatched up by the evil one but will make it into heaven and you can hear those words enter in thou good and faithful servant because that's what it's all about it's all about serving Christ spreading love helping those you can and taking as many with you to heaven as you can I want to look up some of these verses that it has down here at the bottom. We're going to look up Genesis 3, verses 14 and 15. It says, So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. 
you will crawl on your belly, and you will eat dust all the days of your life, and I will put enmity between you and the woman. I have to turn the page. <laughs> and between your offspring and hers, he will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. So God is telling us in these verses, he's got it. He is over Satan. He is greater than Satan. Satan cannot do. If we look in the book of Job, God gave Satan permission to do the things to Job that he did. But he said, you cannot take his life. And God knew that Job was not going to curse him and die. God knew it. Sometimes we have to go through hard things, and that's God's will. But the people that we can touch during that, the broken-hearted people out there that are experiencing the same things that we are, that need someone to come up alongside of them and put their arm around them and say, Look, I know what you're going through. If you need to talk, I am there. They need that from us. So we need to embrace trials. And boy, is that hard to say. <laughs> it's very hard to say because sometimes you just want God to put you back on the mountaintop. Just to experience the sun shining on your face and the gentle breeze blowing in your hair and laughter and joy and because some of these trials can be very painful. But God is going to do what he needs to do to prepare us for his will. Because I always tell him, not my will, but your will be done, God. Whatever you got to do, I want your will done in my life, no matter what. So I understand that when I pray that way, things are going to occur. Trials are going to come. But that's okay, because God has got me, and God has got you. Matthew 25, verse 41 says, Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cursed, into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. God protecting our souls means that we will not be thrown into the lake of fire for all eternity. God grabs us and holds us close to Him. If we will stay close to Him, He stays close to us. If we leave the flock, Jesus leaves the 99 to come and look for the one. And He brings us back in. But we as children of God need to understand that in these last days we have to become warriors for Christ. We have to stand up for His Word and who He is and carry His character and show love. And to do that, God has to prepare us. And a lot of times it's through trials and tribulations. But he's still there. He's still there. 
He still loves you. He still wants you to understand that even though you feel like you can't go one step more, He is still there. And He is saying, yes, you can, because I'm giving you the strength and the power to do it, because on our own, we cannot do it. We cannot do it on our own. And there's sometimes that we might feel like we're tired of being on this earth. That we're tired of, of dealing with what's going on on this earth. But God says, this is the time. This is now. You were born for such a time as this, for His will to be done. To touch other people for His glory and honor and praise. Romans 16 verse 20 says, The Lord of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. Isn't that encouraging? So no matter what you're going through today, soon, soon, the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. So even though you feel like you can't go anymore, you can't do this anymore, that you've suffered a lot of setbacks and doors closing and disappointments and people in your lives that have hurt you. God is saying soon Satan is going to be crushed under your feet. Do not give up. Keep walking forward to God. Keep pushing through those barriers that Satan is trying to put in your path. And move forward to God. He's there. He loves you. He will take care of you. I just want to pray for, for everyone out there that's struggling. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you and praise you for your word. I thank you and praise you that you encourage us, Lord God, to continue moving in the direction that you'd have us to go. No matter what obstacles come our way, God. I thank you, God, that you are the mover of obstacles. You parted the Red Sea. You can make mountains move. You are the way maker, God. And I thank you and praise you, Lord Jesus, that you love us, that you'll never leave us nor forsake us. I am asking you to give supernatural strength to all of your people that are in trials in the valley feeling as though they're in the desert and they just have no more energy to walk. Give them supernatural strength, Father God, because you are still working on them. And God, I pray that they will receive, receive what you're trying to do for them in the trials, Lord God, and receive that supernatural strength, the joy, the peace, the love, the understanding of why they're going through things, trusting in you, believing in you that you have a future for them and a hope. Give them the strength, Father God, to keep pushing forward. Help us and bless us and keep us. Make your face to shine upon us and be gracious unto us, giving us your peace. And if there's someone out there that does not know you, Lord Jesus, I, I pray that they will say this prayer 
Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I am a sinner and I need you as my Savior. Wash me clean as white as snow. I believe you are the Son of God and that you died on the cross for me and that you're alive in heaven today. Forgive me of my sins and make me whole in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, message me, Westside Ministry San Diego, on Facebook. I would love to hear from you. If you're someone that's going through a trial and you just need someone to talk to, message me, Westside Ministry San Diego, on Facebook. Keep me in your prayers. I know that God is doing a work in my life and Sometimes it's not easy to walk where he has uh, asked us to walk because we do encounter trials. But I know that when we come out on the other end, we're going to come out stronger and more of, of Christ's character in our lives. And we will be able to reach more people for his glory and honor and praise. He will use us to mend the brokenhearted, to set the captives free. We have just got to endure. The Bible says those that endure to the end will be saved. That means walking through and not giving up. So keep walking through and don't give up. I'd love to hear from you. Email me, Westside Ministries San Diego Facebook page. Thank you so much for listening and God bless.